0: Hi everyone, welcome to Be Still, Be Free. This is Monica, I am here with Tracy today. Tracy, say hi. Hello everyone. We are breaking through um, our traditional scope of what we do on Mondays and giving you a bonus episode this week. Um, we are here to talk Asbury College. Um, I'm sure some of you know, or you will find out in a couple of weeks as Tracy talks about it more. She is an alumna, a gra- distinguished graduate from Asbury. And if you have been paying attention to social media at all, you have seen that there is a week long revival that is currently in process there um, through their chapel. Um, they I started a chapel service a week ago, Wednesday, I guess it was at 10 a.m. And the service has not ended yet. Um, The really magnificent thing about it is it has been 100% student-led. There has not been any big names, big Christian celebrities. They are doing their own instrumentation. They're leading worship. They're praying. They're speaking. It is all coming in and through Gen Z college students on campus. And people have started traveling from all across the country to go be a part of it and to experience it. Um, and Tracy, um, as we, I said, is a graduate of there has an amazing testimony from there, but I thought maybe we would just back up a little bit, Tracy, tell us about kind of the history of Asbury and a history of revival there. Let us know kind of what you know about today. And then I'll, I'll ask you some questions about your own personal testimony.
1: Perfect. Well, as we know, um, a huge historical account in 1970 happened at Asbury, very similar to this spontaneous student led and it went on um, and spread to 130 campuses and so now in 2023, we're seeing God do it again. And the truth really is, Monica, God's presence has always been so tangible on the campus of Asbury. I felt it the first time I went to go look at the school. I felt it every day during my two years that I was there um, on the campus. Um, I experienced emotional healing. And I know we're going to talk in a few minutes about the literal physical healing I had uh, my senior year while at Asbury. but like you said god is gen gen z has been through covid they started they started school you know online and fear and anxiety and eating disorders and depression as a licensed professional counselor i can tell you that this generation has been hit so hard and so to see god move through this generation, to spread it over the media and for people to travel from all over the world now, Monica. We are over 200 hours now of worship and prayer and confession. And so it's exciting, and I'm most excited for for the generations to come.
0: It is, it is unbelievable to see it happen. And I know that we've seen through social media, like, um, our pastor, Louis Giglio from passion city went and spent some time there. Um, I know Jenny Allen just went and spent some time there and she is actually, um, tonight, if you listen to this Thursday night, she's going to be doing a live because she went and just interviewed students, the pastor that was leading the chapel when all of this happened um, and other people on campus just to get firsthand accounts. So if that's something you're interested in, tune into her Instagram at that time or watch it later. Um, But it's just pretty miraculous that this generation that everyone is so quick to write off, assume the worst of is the one that is spearheading this. And um, just like you said, in the seventies, the spread to 130 campuses, I can't wait to see what the outcome of this is and where this spreads to. I mean, just even counting social media, which they didn't have in the seventies, we already know that just through social media, it could be spreading in places we're not even aware of at this point. That's
1: right. That's right. Um, I'm seeing, I'm seeing it spread like fire. I'm seeing other campuses posting the move of God. And so like you, I can't wait to Monica. It's really
0: uh, cool. So awesome. So you were really excited when you saw this because, you know, firsthand having been a student there, the power um, and the presence of God on campus. Tell us about your own personal experience.
1: Yeah, so I went there as a psychology major and um, you as a psychology major, you have to go to three counseling sessions to sit on the other side, which I think is amazing. And so yes. I stayed, Monica, I did my three mandatory sessions and then I stayed for the two years I was there at Asbury through their counseling clinic. And so I can tell you emotionally, I had so much healing. But my senior year, I was secretary of my class um, that year in 1990 The challengers was our name. I was studying psychology when one day I just started to feel really fatigued. My eyes turned yellow. I had no appetite. I couldn't concentrate. And I was sitting with my psychology advisor, telling him of my struggles. And he said, Tracy, you need to go to the Asbury clinic right away. So I went that afternoon, got tests done. They sent me to a specialist um, in Lexington. And so this internist and um, hepatologist who specializes in liver and kidneys and organs, I I was saying, Hey, how soon is this going to Pass because I need to get back and get back to my studies. And she looked me in the eye and she said, Tracy, I'm worried about keeping you alive and I'm planning on putting your name on a liver transplant list. Yeah. Well, I kind of passed out in that moment yeah. and uh, my whole dreams of graduating, Asbury, and everything kind of passed before me. My mom flew in that night from Ohio and um, I was admitted into the hospital there at Lexington. And um, I knew my liver was shutting down. I was on a medication for dermatology called Accutane and my liver began to reject itself. Mm -hmm. So walking anything you, you don't know how important your liver is until it stops working. Let me just say that. Wow. So I go in and they want to do a liver biopsy because they're trying to see how sick my liver is and how, how soon I need to be on that, that list for a liver transplant. So in, in a, with a, a liver biopsy, you're awake the whole time. So this needle's going inside of you and they're pulling out tissue of your liver. So it's extremely painful. And my thinking was, if I have to go through this, Then this doctor is going to hear my testimony about how I got saved. I was a radical, depressed, suicidal teenager at 15 and how he radically changed my life. And so I'm telling her my story. She's, she's, you know, doing the biopsy. And a few days later I go in to get the results. And she says, Tracy, I've never seen anything like this. She said, but after hearing your story, I want to tell you, God's not done with you yet. Um, there's a miracle. Your liver has begun to heal itself. Unbelievable. And she said, I've never seen this. I've never seen someone as sick as you and the biopsy state, your liver is beginning to heal itself. And so when, when everything happened, what I need to say about Asbury is, um, not only you know, did I know what was going on, but my Asbury teachers, the Asbury staff, um, the intercessors there at Asbury, and my friends and students were praying for me. And I can tell you and attest to you that the miracle that God did in my life was through the, the prayer of those people on the Asbury campus. And, and so I, I can tell you that God's doing miracles now and yeah. we're hearing about it through the media but God's doing miracles every day yes. all the time on that campus at Asbury.
0: Yes. Oh, that's so that's such an incredible testimony. Um and I know I know you've said before like there is a special presence of God at Asbury but God wants to have that presence at every campus. He wants to have that every campus in our every home and in our lives and I just think um not only us continuing to pray for the campus at Asbury and the students there, but we need to be praying for every campus, for every student, for every home that I think God obviously desires true revival in that capacity for all of us, not just there. I think that's that's, that's exactly an example right. of what he wants
1: globally. Um, that's and- exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Monica, you're I'm in such agreement. He wants it in every home, at every school, at every campus. And I really I can't help but talk about Psalm 126 that gives us a really clear picture about what God's doing at Asbury and in each of us. Um, In Psalm 126, the Passion Translation, it, it literally says all nations saw God's people singing and praising and joined in saying, the Lord has done great miracles for them. Yes, he did mighty miracles and we are overjoyed. Now, Lord, do it again. Restore us to our former glory. May streams of your refreshing flow over us until our dry hearts are drenched again. Those who sow in tears as seeds will reap a harvest, with joyful shouts of glee may they weep as they go out carrying their seed to sow, but they will return with joyful laughter and shouting with gladness as they bring back armloads of blessing and the harvest overflowing. That's Mm -hmm. my prayer, Monica do it again, Lord do these mighty miracles again, restore us, right? Refresh us. And I love that may our dry hearts, be drenched again. And I love this picture of us going in, whether it's Asbury itself or whether it's going into the presence of God with our tears as seeds and knowing when we leave the presence of God, we're going to return with gladness and armloads of blessings and harvest overflowing that our lives will be impacted, but Monica, it's so everyone else can be impacted right. as well for God's glory.
0: Yes. Yes. And what I love about that scripture is it just, it it paints the picture of what it should look like based on what it's looking like right now at Asbury. Like we talked about, it's it's all student led. There's There was like a guy singing on a banjo, a clip that I saw. It was just him singing with his little banjo. Like there's no big performance of any kind. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in I don't know how to pray. My prayers aren't beautiful enough. I don't know enough scripture. And God's like, I just want your heart. I want your purity and humility of heart. That's all I need. That's the heart of worship. I don't need it to be fancy. It doesn't need to be beautiful. Like what's more beautiful to me is just your pure desire. Um, And that's, that's what that scripture says to me is just that exact picture.
1: Absolutely. And I, anyone listening who, you know, is in need of a miracle, anyone listening who is struggling, I just want you to right now, you know, look at Psalm 126 and let's ask God to do it again. You know, if he's doing it there, he can do it in our hearts and where we are. And it is just my prayer that it spreads, that it spreads Holy spirit and God get all the glory. He, He is one doing this, as you said, Um, there's no name attached except for Jesus. And that is how we want it. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. Amen. Well, let's just pray really quickly. Let's pray for, um, for all, all the things that we just talked about and like, just get all of that covered. So if you're listening in, just close your eyes if you can, or just join in in agreement with us. Um, Heavenly Father, we just rejoice in the testimony that Tracy just gave of the work that you have done in her life and in the physical and emotional and mental healing that you have provided. Lord, we know that you are a God of miracles and you have done them before and you will continue to do them again, just like in Psalm 126 that Tracy just read. I pray that we would, um, that we would not be skeptics of miracles, but that our hearts would be open to receiving them and that you would go out of your way to show off in that capacity. And I pray for people that are truly needing miracles, Lord, that they would just open their palms and open their hearts to receive and ask with a pureness of heart and humility, Um, and that they would be willing to give you the freedom to answer the way that, you know, is best to answer. I pray for what's happening at Asbury, Lord, that the students that are leading this will continue to lead out of um, just a pure desire to see your face and to get to know you better, to see revival on campus. And I pray for all of the students that are traveling from other campuses, that they would come back and just ignite into flame just a burning desire on their own individual campuses for you. We would love to see this replicated all across the country at campuses far and wide. And I pray for revival in our hearts and in our homes. I pray for revival in our relationships. And most importantly, that just, we would all strip away the unimportant, the distracting and the unnecessary so that we can seek your face and just give you room to transform us the way that you need to transform us. It is so hard sometimes to let go of um, the things that we think we need and that we want. But if we're just willing to let go, you can do such a radical work in our lives that we would be so truly amazed. And I pray that that becomes our heart's desire. Thank you for the word of Tracy's testimony. I pray that it blesses some the listeners that are listening to this today and that it just continues to fuel our faith and to um, increase our desire to seek your face. And we just ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen.
1: Amen. And and again, just do it again, Lord, do it again. Restore us, heal us, fill us, drench our dry hearts. Yes. Uh, may we go in with peers, but but come out with, with joy and a harvest that's going to overflow to so many. Monica, thank you for, this is crazy, you know, a, a really impromptu, fast, quick, be still, be free. Yes. But um, how, how can we not? I mean, it's God is moving. I know
0: as soon as you brought it up, I was like, well, yes, of course we need to, this needs to, we need to jump in this. You've got, I just, it's so crazy that you have graduated from there and have such a personal testimony
1: to it. And it was like, this makes every bit of sense in the world. I I remember on graduation day, you know, and I think I sent you a picture you may share and post, but I was so joyful so joyful because it was a miracle that I was able to walk across the stage that day and get my diploma. Now, what no one knows is inside that was a, basically, you still need to take your finals uh, was in there. And (laughs) because I was, because I was so sick, you know, I wasn't able to attend And I wasn't able to finish the classes, but Asbury, you know, my professors there. And again, loved me and prayed for me and said, you can take your finals over the summer. And so I walked that day, you know, getting my degree and got it a few months later because of the drug induced hepatitis that I had. But when I, when I walked that stage, um, that was all glory to God and a miracle through the prayer, the power of prayer, um, of the people there at Asbury and may God do it. But again, made, well, made it again, y'all made
0: it. have to tune into Instagram and Facebook to see this picture. Cause I'm going to post it and Tracy's smack dab in the center in this beautiful purple dress, but like you, it is undeniable, the j- radiant joy on your face. Like it is just, you look like the happiest person I think I've ever seen in a photo. It just is the
1: greatest <laughs> so much. It was death to life. Really? I mean, I was dying. I mean, you know, my yeah. liver was, was was, was stopping, um, going to be put on a liver transplant list. And so I went from death to life through the, the power of prayer. And, um, and, and I'm just so grateful for my time at Asbury. And, um, I can't wait to hear all the mir- miracles that he does now right yes. now. In 2023.
0: Yes. So, so incredible. Well, thank you so much, Tracy, for taking a few minutes to share that. And I hope it blesses everyone. And we will be back with you as normally planned on Monday with a new episode. So we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.